received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome, fight enthusiasts, to Gamblu's Bout Business Podcast, the one-year anniversary edition. Yes, we've been at this one year, and... We've experienced great success based on the fact that clearly there are fight authentics at every corner of the globe. And they're looking at the UFC. They want to bet it and they want to win while they're betting it. Our podcast is gathering listeners from some 16 or 17 different countries All I can say is that I'm totally flattered and that we do this podcast for us. Yeah, I do it for me. I bet every one of these wagers and no more. And I do it for you as well. A couple weeks ago was a great lesson in how luck can maybe change the course of some momentum. We were a whisker away. Sean Woodson, he gets a draw because the other kid kicks him while he's down. Otherwise, we lose the parlay. And Leon throwing the long bomb from his own 20 and making a touchdown like that. I mean, we almost offered. That would have been a challenge to have to overcome. But we didn't offer. We make a few pennies. And the momentum of an 80-94 season so far, up 1.04 units. Yeah, it's only 1% of ROI, but we have four months remaining. I couldn't be more encouraged by that Houdini-like escape two weeks ago. And just like an extremely elite, well-bred Irish thoroughbred, We are going to close this year down fast, furious, and focused. This week, the UFC takes its first trip to Paris, France. Fight night, Gane versus Tuivasa. This is an interesting fight card. Let's understand, six of the first eight bouts feature fighters that are debuting, many of which have been pulled in to vie against the local European as nothing more than a glorified sacrifice. With those kinds of matchups comes obtuse pricing. And I'm taking a long way of saying that we're not going to be overly active in a lot of those fights. I expect the European talent to be in advantageous positioning and get advantageous results through the judging, but I don't know if a lot of them are going to be that close. 
understanding all that background, let's get ready and move right into round one. Round one was released last week. It's our parlay. Nazrat Hakparest, an Afghani fighter fighting out of Germany. Now he camps at TriStar, and he is in a fight against a guy that he also trained at TriStar, John McDessie. These two guys hate each other. McDessie's 37 is the more mature cat. He's the calmer cat. Today at weigh-ins, Hakparest got a little vocal. I'm not necessarily a supporter of yapping at the weigh-in. So McDessie showed the calmer hand, but he's going to have to. Because in this case, with Hockperest, as well as Imavov, the other side of our parlay, we have the European-based, home-based fighter that are larger in height, size, reach, and enter with momentum. The Hockperest mcdessie rivalry, if Hockperest can keep his cool, he's the much more physical domineering fighter, 10 years younger. I think that he has a chance to finish McDessie, but we don't care how he wins. We just need him to get his hand raised. On the other side, Imovov fights a guy in Buckley that is willing, able, and has a chip on his shoulder because he believes that he's been sent there to be some kind of pawn in this fight. And believe me, Joaquin Buckley wants none of it. Imovov currently priced 250. Hockparest currently priced 215. A week ago, we released this parlay at minus 195 for Hockparest, minus 240 for Imovov. We knew the prices would rise. I thought they'd rise more than this. So the parlay players today that missed last week are only missing out on about a dime. The two-team parlay for round one, Hockparest minus 215, Imovov minus 250. That returns plus 105. Now let's roll into round two. Round two, we move up the card a notch or two for one of the fights of debuting Abus. Magomedov fighting the UFC veteran, Dustin Stolfus. This is one of the fights where I absolutely believe that Stolfus has been brought in as a lamb. He's a decent fighter, he's been active, but as the fight wears on, he tends to gas. He's somewhat undersized for his middleweight 185 pound division, he fights a debuter, yep, Magomedov, but he fights out of France. Magomedov's two inches taller, three inch reach advantage, and really what this guy is is a finisher. And he can finish with his hands, but he's great as a submission artist. Dustin Stolfus is prone to being submitted. All you got to do is just look at his past fights. This is a sacrificial lamb kind of fight. And the way we're going to attack it is we're going to just let Magomedov have it, but we're going to make him have it via submission. That's how he wants to win the fight. Magomedov at DraftKings via submission plus 400? Gladly. Round two, Magomedov submission plus 400 for a half of a unit. Now before we get to round three, let's run a future by you 
for the Saturday fight card, September 17th. We're going to the best fight on the card, and it's a pick'em fight. Chidi Nokuyuani fighting Gregory Robocop Rodriguez. And Rodriguez spelled G-U-E-S at the end. That's not a Z. It's a minus 110 proposition each side. It's my opinion that when the heat in the kitchen gets really, really hot, really hot, Cheedy can sometimes find a way out. I'm not calling him or accusing him of anything, but this guy Rodriguez, he's going to be the slower man. He's going to be the more deliberate man, but he's got a granite chin, profuse power, and he keeps on coming. And I think it's his durability and forward pressure eventually will make the difference in this fight. So a future wager, Gregory Rodriguez minus 110, will take 1.1 unit to win one full unit on Rodriguez. Now let's roll into round three. Round three, we move into the main card. And again, we've got an interesting fight here that will be competed at 145 pounds between Canadian Charles Jourdain and Nathaniel Wood from England. Interesting fight here. Wood, normally a 35er, just began his move up to 45. In fact, his last fight, an impressive win against a somewhat deliberate and nominally talented Charles Rosa, was impressive at 140 pounds. Wood, a little bit undersized at 45, takes on Jordan, a legitimate 45er, but it's Wood's more well-rounded nature that I'm tying into here as well. I think situationally, this is an interesting fight. We last saw Wood just two or three weeks ago, UFC London, nice win, makes a quick turnaround. I like a guy that stays busy. Speaking of staying busy, you look at Charles Jordan, five fights in the last calendar year. Anybody that's been listening to this podcast for the last six, seven months knows there comes a time when good activity becomes too much activity. And I think this is a tough spot for Jordan, who fought the first three of those fights from Canada in Las Vegas. Then in July, flew to New York to compete, looked great. Now goes back to Canada, takes a trip to Paris, fifth fight in a calendar year. Jordan getting all the hype. And as well, the line has moved his favor a little. He opened minus 135. Now he's minus 150. I think we're going to gladly take the advantage. This is going to be a closely contested bout. We're going to take Wood in round three, plus 130 for a half a unit. And knowing that the over two and a half rounds, minus 150, I think this also has decision written all over it. Let's go ahead and take Wood decision. That's plus 260 for a half a unit. So round three, a unit invested half, Wood straight up, half Wood decision. Let's move right into round four. In round four, interesting fight another close fight a pick'em fight between italian alessio di chadico 
I can pronounce those Italian names. And Russian Roman Kapilov. At least they took it easy on the name for me with Roman. In this fight, it opened a dead pick'em. And a dead pick'em, it remains. Each of these guys, in my opinion, is fighting for their UFC life. DiCirico has lost four of his last five. His only win, a flash head kick KO of Buckley, who is also on this card fighting Imovov. We've talked about that previous. Meanwhile, Kapilov finishing everybody he sees till he gets to the UFC, and he gets beat by a couple of guys that, I got to tell you, the Duryev loss, okay, because he's a grinder wrestler, I get it. Kapilov's more a striker, kicker, finisher. But the Roberson loss is something to be concerned with. Now, Kapilov's a lefty, and these two guys are about the same size, reach, and everything, but at the faceoffs, clearly Kapilov was the bigger, taller guy. This release is as much a fate of DiCirico as it is a pick of Kapilov, but it's my opinion that DiCirico, his skills are just too limited to be a viable UFC fighter. I think it's Kapilov that has an angle in this fight. For that reason, Kapilov, this will be a one-unit bet to win 0.91. I'm going very conservative on this card because it's very thin with bettable fights. Round four, Kapilov, one-unit bet to win 0.91. Now let's go into the fifth and final round. Fifth and final round, co-main event, Robert Whitaker, Marvin Vittori. Angry Marvin. I'll tell you what, Vittori could really help himself if he'd just chill out, calm down, loosen up. But he's clenched fist, clenched teeth, jawbone always agape, always grinding. The guy is too intense for his own good, and he gives away his fight style. He's kind of come straight at you. And as soon as you outclass him with speed, footwork on the feet, he's going to try and rub you against the fence and take you down. He's found success against many of his fellow middleweights doing just that. In Robert Whitaker, however, you're talking about a guy that, except for Israel Adesanya, no one can compete with. Whitaker has great footwork. He's been in with the absolute elite and best of the division and beat them all, whether they're wrestlers like Romero, explosive fighters with unbelievable profuse power like Cannoneer or mixed like Hermanson. He's faced them all, beat them all. And in this fight, I think you're going to see a difference in class. Whitaker Vittori. Key is three-round fight. Probably not enough time for either of these guys to take each other out. I really think Whitaker, currently priced minus 210 to Vittori, plus 180. I got no problem anybody taking Whitaker straight up. That's a great price and a bargain. He's a value at minus 210. However, with the over and under in this fight, looking at a number like two and a half over minus 285, I do agree with that number. I think Whitaker is just going to volume an outclassed Marvin Vittori to death. This is what you call painting the guy's fence. It's going to be looking like Vittori standing there looking like a fence, and it's going to be looking like 
Mr. Whitaker got a paintbrush in his hand going up and down and left and right. Round five, Whitaker via decision, minus 115. One unit to win 0.87 of a unit. Fight fans, we've got four and a half units invested in this card. We will tabulate things tomorrow. Remember, 9 a.m. Pacific kickoff. We've also given you a future for September 17th. And next week, we will summarize all our futures along with our releases. Thank you for listening. Thanks for helping us get to one year. Wait till you see what we do in year two. Locked into Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind the scenes access to the world of MMA. Of all the superlatives. Tomorrow, oh, good that hand is ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Bam! The legs go. I mean, that is clean. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.